Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. Hello, it's me, Spanky. You know, Mr. Personality from the Yellow Rose. Not sure why I'm doing this. It's not like they're paying me or anything. I can't even get the redneck to pay his tab down at the bar. But you can't help but love them, no matter how nerve-wracking they are. I don't even complain when they make fun of my big head. I just wish John Boy would give me back my memory foam pillow and stop telling his kids that's where the comet hit. Son of a... Tater and Randy. Don't touch me. Jackie <laughs> and behind the glass. Good morning, y'all. Right. Hump day. Work week going fine. Isn't it wonderful? It is wonderful. <laughs> You're wonderful. Right, wonderful. Let's see what national days we got going on. Oh, uh, there's one special to my heart. Johnny Appleseed Day. It celebrates a kindly legend who lived by sage teachings and labored to bring the shade of fruit trees across much of the United States. Well, we learned about, you know, growing up in school about Johnny Appleseed. Right. And, you know, my name being Johnny. You know, uh, Appleseed, oh. then they got the seed. So, like, my name, you know, for that year, you know, my nickname Did was you Seed. Did you plant a lot of fruit trees when you were young? No. I happen to be named Johnny. Okay. It's Johnny Appleseed. Because I knew the sage teaching thing was pretty much out. <laughs> Did you eat a lot of apples? I didn't like an apple. Especially in a turnover. (laughs) Johnny Appleseed. So why is he close to your heart? 
Because I, my name's John. Okay. <laughs> Before we find out more about this, could you make the music a little bit louder? <laughs> that was good. Now. It just kept getting louder and louder. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do, uh, right quick. National Worship of Tools Day. Mm. Mm. That might be closer to you, Randy. Anybody here? You like a tool? I love my bandsaw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got three days in history saved up. I ran out of loud music, so I'm going to go ahead and get you ready for outbursts in a minute. All right. Wake up. Big shows on the radio. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. All right, y'all, get you ready for Outburst. We're going to play for a Haybo Outdoors prize pack. Man, this is cool. I've been wearing this Haybo. It's family-owned Haybo Outdoors out of South Carolina. Got versatile, high-quality apparel for every season. They say live, work, and play outdoors. And y'all been seeing me. I've been wearing my Haybo stuff in here for a while. I got it at Nickel Store. It does look like you've been living outside. (laughs) Like that. Got the camo duck on the back. I mean, they got a... They got a great selection, man. Y'all got to check these out. Uh, you go to thebigshow.com. If you click on the Haybo banner, you can get dealer info. Or you can enter code JBB and get 20% off when you shop online. Uh, we need to go in there. I need to see which uh, which one of my camo ducks. It's one of my favorite shirts ever. These quality. quality, And I loved them. And uh, and here they are, man, sponsoring the Big Show. Ain't it wonderful? Right. Yeah, how yeah. things work out. Uh, I'm telling you. It's awesome. All right, so I want y'all checking him out. Haybo Outdoors. Click on the link at thebigshow.com. All right, three dates in history where we get our categories. Set you up to win here. March 11th, 1986. The NFL owners adopted limited use of instant replay as an officiating aid. Prohibited players from wearing or otherwise displaying equipment, apparel, or other items that carry commercial names. Names of organizations are personal messages of any type. Because if there's anything the NFL does not put up with, it's marketing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Remember Jim McMahon got in trouble right, for wearing something? Head, it, it was yeah. this time, 86, uh, 80 Bears. And he was uh, he wore the commissioner's name on a sweatband. Mm-hmm. He wrote it on his head. Yeah. 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 I remember Jim. that. Yeah, boy. <laughs> a great game, too, huh? We watched a refrigerator. In Canada, this is when we were on the ski trip, Randy. Remember the Super Bowl, that game that everybody was watching? Except me. <laughs> Maybe that explains it. Randy was actually watching the actual refrigerator, and we're still not sure why. Because yeah. Yeah. it was more interesting. <laughs> All right, move up to 05. A New York State governor, Elliot Spitzer, who had gained national prominence by pursuing Wall Street wrongdoings, has apologized for his involvement in a prostitution ring. Married Father 3 said he had acted in a way that violated his obligations to his family. He has previously campaigned for ethical leadership in the Democratic Party. And Governor Elliot Spitzer was now under pressure to resign. Is he the one that had the it was client number whatever? Was that was that the story I'm thinking of? Sounds right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. And the girl ended up getting a Playboy spread out of it and all this stuff. Oh, You're yeah. nothing yeah. but a hoochie. Hoochie, hoochie, hoochie. That's him. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And finally, on his date in 2010, Merlin Olson, the pro and college football Hall of Famer who later became a successful actor, died of abdominal cancer at age 69. Mm-hmm. He was, was, was the FTD guy. That's right. Merlin, send some flowers. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> All right, well, there's our categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOW is your toll-free line. Come on, play for the Haybo stuff next. 
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Check out our video today when you get a chance. We're visualizing Jeff Bezos' wealth using rice. Pull it up, check it out. The big show. If you're not already having rice too, (laughs) if you're not already having a bad day, (laughs) (laughs) wonderful. Put that off in. All right, give somebody day started right. Let's play. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Keith. From Elizabethton, North Carolina. We'll have a big showtime. Good morning, Keith. Keith? This is Tim. This is Tim. Oh. Jackie, this is Tim. Do you want to be Keith? <laughs> Would you be Keith? It will it really make our paperwork a lot. Sorry, Jackie got sidetracked right. visualizing Jeff Bezos' wealth right. using rice. All right. Hey, hey, man, no, this is Timothy from Mount Holly, North Carolina, isn't it? Yes, sir. All right. Are we right? All right, Timothy. We got the legs up in your head. Let's get through the uh, categories. Oh, man, I lost my category paper. Would you like mine? Yeah, Ranch. Let me borrow it out there. <laughs> right there, the legs up. Here All right. Uh, Tater, pass me some John Boy Jeopardy. <laughs> That's, <nice>. <laughs> That's for later. <laughs> yeah, about an hour from now. Okay. All right. So, anyway, there. Keith. <laughs> do, do you want to be Tim? <laughs> You got a room full of peepaws in here right. today. All right, here's the legs up I just had. All right, yeah, I'm ready. All right, feet on the ground. Here we go. All right, Timothy. In five in five seconds, three famous brands you see in sports. Ready, go. Nike, Under Armour, Adidas. Yeah, all right, we off to a good start starting right now. Now, Timothy, three things that are unethical. Ready, go. Adultery, death, abuse. Yeah, all right. Timothy, chill, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> going on? All right, Timothy. I got my coffee. Well, for the win, three NFL players that also acted. Ready, go. Terry Bradshaw, O.J. Simpson, Brett Hollow. And Brett, yeah, all right. He played a great part in something about Mary. That's Brett right. Favre, what didn't about he? Brett Favre? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, Timothy, it all worked out. You got the Haybo Outdoors prize pack. Head over to Mount Holly for you. All right. And you might want to check Keith's house just in case. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, Tater, uh, Merlin Olsen, uh, Los Angeles Rams. It was a pro football team we played for. I had no idea when I saw him on Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> that she remembers him as the flower guy and the Little House yeah. on the Prairie guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's right, man. <laughs> yeah, man, he's Merlin. He was tough, played some football. 
Uh, I love boy. He was Mongo in Blazing Saddles, wasn't he? No, that was no, that, that was, was uh, Alex. It was Alex. That was Karras. Alex Cares. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alex Cares. That's yeah. right. That's Mongo right. straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Merlin went a little on the sensitive side. He was side Webster's with dad. The flowers and everything. Yeah. yeah, he was Webster's dad. The guy Mongo. He played Webster's dad. Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> Never mind that. Here comes Mongo. <laughs> yeah, that was the guy. That's right. <laughs> Zayner's in that in that arena where she only knows O.J. Simpson, the guy who murdered some people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning, the big show's on the radio for you. Wednesday morning, March 11th. And I can't believe I let this get by yesterday when you were quoting LeBron James. You realize he's an athlete, he's a baseball player. And I didn't stop saying, look at Randy, talking oh, sports. Sorry, it was probably just the testosterone speaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, was that the same time I revealed you had a testosterone shortage? Yeah, it was right before I revealed that you had yeah, a testosterone yeah. shortage. Right, right, right. And then we called it a truce and we both walked away. Remember? Oh, yes, I'll come back to it. Uh-huh. But no, we're talking about LeBron. Oh, anyway. I took your line, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, here's uh... <laughs> All right. You're both pretty. Mongo only pawn in Game of Life. <laughs> Good morning, it's a big show on the radio. Uh, getting ready for Tater Entertainment News, about 20 minutes. Marcel, very busy. Looks like him wood chucks, chucking wood on the TV commercials. Do they sweat? Because I am. <laughs> you throwing stuff out. Good. Let's keep it the good stuff. All right, looking forward to that. But right now, let's welcome Mr. Rhubarb. Thank you. Give me the beat. Hello, Americans. I'm Mr. Rhubarb, as Big Fuzzy just introduced me. (laughs) And this is News Nuggets, a quick roundup of some of the top recent news in a convenient nugget size that's perfect for today's active lifestyle. (laughs) Am I overselling it? Uh, A little bit. Presidential primary season got off to a rocky start in the state of Iowa. Democrat frontrunner Joe Biden finished a disappointing fourth place behind Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg. (laughs) I say that funny. And Elizabeth Warren. Hmm? Biden was pretty upset about coming in behind a communist, a gay guy, and a fake Indian. (laughs) But you'd be angry, too, if you'd got beat by the village people. (laughs) Due to a technical glitch, the Iowa caucus results weren't finalized till five days later. 
Insiders think the glitch happened when someone accidentally mixed up the state's voting app with the Netflix app, which would explain why the early leaders in Iowa were Jerry Seinfeld and Dolomite. (laughs) Now the Democratic race is basically down to Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders since most of their competition dropped out after the Super Tuesday primaries. Michael Bloomberg spent over $500 million and had absolutely nothing to show for it. With that kind of track record, maybe he should run for Congress instead of president. (laughs) In sports news, the coronavirus is threatening to put a serious damper on the NCAA March Madness basketball tournament. If there's a major corona outbreak, local and state health officials could outlaw events and gatherings that draw large crowds of people. The NCAA says they probably can't postpone the tournament, and if there's an outbreak of corona, they're prepared to play the games with no fans in the stands. Which means this year, Sweet 16 might be the total number of people in the arena. (laughs) In entertainment news, a Christian minister is threatening to sue the NFL because the Super Bowl halftime show with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez was too sexy. He was especially upset about J-Lo's pole dancing routine. In case you didn't know, pole dancing is a nightly competition in every strip club in America to decide which dancer had the worst father. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein was found guilty in a New York City courtroom after being confronted by six women who said he took advantage of them. The defense team says almost nobody came forward to defend Weinstein. Even his sex robot reported him to radio show. (laughs) And finally... Murder, She Wrote, the popular detective show that ran for 12 years on CBS, is about to be brought back with a new cast. Hmm. If you haven't seen the original, it's about how murder after murder follows a 70-year-old woman wherever she goes. The new version will star Hillary Clinton. (laughs) And that's it for this edition of News Nuggets. Till next time, this is Mr. Rhubarb reminding you to spend time with your pets every day and don't forget to spay and neuter your kids. (laughs) There you go. Sorry about that. Later, taters. (laughs) I like that, Johnny. Coffee. They have it in the machines. <laughs> Who don't move around out there? <laughs> you, you can get whatever the opposite of a brain freeze is. <laughs> Man, that's, that's all, I, I, I put ice in my coffee during the summer times anyway. Really? So, yeah, I'm on. Right. Yeah. Look at you. It was working. Caffeine getting us. Good morning. It's a big show on the radio for you Wednesday morning. All right. 
Are you going to have to leave us and get on with your life or job, whatever you got to do this morning, catch up on a big show? About an hour and a half after we finish up with the John Boy and Billy's Late Risers podcast. And I'll set up for you at thebigshow.com. Looking at the worldwide rankings, United States, of course, the number one listeners. USA! USA! <laughs> Puerto Rico with a solid second. Wait, now, where is Puerto Rico? <laughs> Puerto Rico. Oh. oh, man. Puerto Rico. Oh, we just dropped a third. Oh, my God. <laughs> rounding out the top five, Canada, the United Kingdom, and Mexico. And the top ten, coming in at number six, Kuwait. A bunch of listeners. Kuwait, Iraq, South Africa, France, and Italy. They're studying us. It's kind of like an English class. What, for me, pronouncing countries? Absolutely. Well, that too, yes, exactly. <laughs> They're going to blend right in. That's up, man. I guess we've had worldwide listeners, but just never on paper like this and that we can track them. We've never been able to prove it until now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, with the, the, the uh, algorithm that goes along with this research, I'm, I'm going to talk management for okay. a minute. But, You've already used the word I algorithm. Know. So I know. You're not a good I know. But, but I can actually tell when you download, if you're a podcast subscriber. Now, I don't know the person. I don't want people to get freaked out. Right. But You're demographically, stalking your own I'm not there. your big brother, no. But but demographically, I, I I know that you're a male or a female. I know that you know what part of the country or world you live in. I know what kind of computer you use. What you had for breakfast? No, no, no. <laughs> I know that you downloaded it and that you started listening, uh-huh. and how long you listened before you stopped listening, or if you listened to the whole thing. Right. So how long is about, the, on average, the whole podcast? About 90 minutes. About 90 minutes. Yeah. So Big Show truncated into an hour and a half for your active worldwide lifestyle. Yeah, and the majority <laughs> of the listeners are listening to the entire podcast. All right. Yeah. Awesome, y'all. Cool. You got people around the world serving in the military or something, you know, I guess. We still got a bunch in Iraq, the way Iraq's listening up there, man. So, yeah, just let them know. Way to do it is go to thebigshow.com, and you can do the, do the whole thing from there. Yeah, in fact, you can, you can stream it directly from there, or you can go ahead and subscribe, and it'll download automatically to your iOS or portable device All right. while you sleep. Well, hang on around the world, because we'll catch up what's going on in Hollywood and thereabouts, because Tatertainment News oh, the pressure. is coming up pressure. in minutes. But you need a little more pressure, baby. <laughs> it's a big show. Rolls on. Good morning, big shows on the radio. Coming up, we'll play John Boy Jeopardy. You can win a Mount Olive Pickle Prize Pack. Clues a Mount Olive hat, T-shirt, stainless tumbler, and munchies. As a portable pickle in a pouch when you own a go available at grocery stores near you and a Mount Olive Pickle Company. Hang on, we'll play in minutes. Right now, what we've all been waiting on. Marcy Tater Moran mm. with Tatertainment News. That's what we were waiting on. Yes. <laughs> I am so sorry. Hey. <laughs> Some coronavirus news that right. is causing some cancellations. The uh, the big South by Southwest uh, festival out in Austin, Texas, has been canceled. Oh man! They were kind of up in the air about it last last week, but then uh, some big big companies pulled out of the show. Yeah. So Netflix yeah. left, and and Twitter began to pull out about it. So um, so they had to cancel it. Man, you know, I hope I'm overreacting, but this is like I think how the coronavirus is going to be tougher than that. These Companies and people like that are going to be pulling out. Is it a big 
problem in Texas now? Around well, Austin? the mayor has said that it, there's no emergency in their city as of like last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. But um, other than um, the fact that they need to plan and be prepared. Because this event brings over 400,000 people. And people do come from, Austin, from all over the place. All over the world. Sure, yeah. yeah. So so maybe that's the deal, bringing yeah, people draw, from everywhere. It people from all that's, over. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're talking about the NCAA maybe. Right, yeah. right. played with yeah. no fans in the stands because they come from all over for that. It doesn't have to be so. in the city. It's happening if people are coming from other right, cities. That's, a, that's what it's back So the mayor said that. Maybe we could have some cruise ships and they would take the that's people. That's a great idea. Mm. Cruise ships. Perfect. <laughs> I heard somebody say I shouldn't get on a cruise ship anymore. <laughs> just re- just this over the weekend. Mm, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's a floating petri dish. You They'll quarantine you. That's the only. That's the problem. You may be stay. You may not catch it or anything. But they're going to quarantine if somebody it, gets We've it. all been sitting out so. there for the last few years, going, "That looks like fun. <laughs> I should do that." <laughs> Even before the coronavirus, I got to do is stay so. outside. In the fresh ocean breeze. Mm. Yeah, hot. that's it. Right. Sure. Right. <laughs> well, also, uh, MGM canceled uh, or rescheduled James Bond. It was supposed to open up on April 10th. Yeah, the new James Bond movie. The new James oh. Bond oh, oh, movie. the movie. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. The- yeah. <laughs> Cancel James Bond. I thought Disney was making a James Bond. No, he's, he's fine. Yeah. James is fine. Yeah, but yeah. His, uh, the, the, the latest James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Mm. They said, you know, this is like, no time know, to die. It yeah. would hard to be be hard to be cool with one of those masks. Right, on, right, know, exactly. Martina, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, <laughs> <laughs> they also Bond. said because <laughs> do it, do it. Sorry, Bond. James Bond. I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I said Bond. James Bond. Is anybody getting there this? There was uh, another. <laughs> another reason, uh, because many theaters in major markets like China, South Korea, Japan, Italy, mm. part of their big revenue uh, hitters yeah. have all closed uh, because right. of coronavirus right, right now. So, right. So that's what's going on. All are, right. Wait, wait, are you are you saying this is all hooey? Is it? Uh, no. You think people I'm, are, are you think just overreacting? understanding it as we're going along. Okay. Because, <laughs> it just, it's just sounding like that. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Right. I mean, it'll shut down for the flu. Right. I'm just saying. All right, Katie Perry. He was fully prepared for it to be who he just, He's just learning, and it was a surprise to him. You know? okay. Until I know, I, where I, get, I know where I get some masks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you're going to have to get in my house. Right. <laughs> so you'll see me on your ring door. Doorbell. You think that's going to stop mm-hmm. me? There are seven cameras. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, that's why I'm just eliminating stuff because I know I'm running out of time. No. Uh, Katy Perry reported that she is expecting her first child with her fiance. What did you drop to get the Katy Perry story? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Robert yeah. Plant has announced that he's now going on tour in the United States. So is he going she's, on tours? He's she's gonna very popular, John. Robert Sorry. Plant. Robert Plant. <laughs> his, yeah, his, he has a new band, mm-hmm. Saving Grace. Uh-huh. So right. Saving Grace ha, uh, are going to <laughs> go on a run in America starting from May 12th to May 23rd. Right. Well, mm-hmm. probably coming from Italy. No, yeah. Uh, I don't. There's a travel ban from Italy. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, that see. was my that was my downplay. Do you want to hear where he's playing, or no, don't actually, you? Actually, what what about Katy Perry? I saw her. <laughs> I saw her on uh, American Idol right? night with me and yeah. Steve. She, she is better surfing. looking than Robert Plant. Yeah. I'll give her that. So yeah, no yeah. But, so she was probably starting to show during the filming, and oh, she's like in her mm. second trimester. Oh, she, she's pregnant. She's okay. mm. what? Well, no, Orlando was pregnant. No, what? Who do you think's pregnant? Katy Perry. That's what mm. I. 
Didn't I say Katy Perry? Yeah. Yes, and that's why yeah, okay. he said. Why are you arguing well, with it? Well, he's questioning it. That's what I thought <laughs> no, he was no, doing. No, no, I said I saw Katy Perry, and, and she was crying about this duo that made it on American oh. Idol. So, you know, that explains it. You see, Tater, what he was I've doing was... i three pregnancies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what so he was doing was he was trying to be emotional? conversational. Oh, <laughs> I'm just not used to it. I see. Hey, the Queen's in the news. Okay. Which one? Thank you. I'm talking to John. <laughs> the band? I'm talking to John Boy. <laughs> the Daily Mail, which is a huge tabloid over there, reported mm. that over the weekend she got locked out of her castle. Oh, I see. <laughs> Queen going around jagged windows. Nobody, nobody had keys, and apparently the gatekeeper there was uh, hitting the biffy. What when is the, the deal with that? Now, she carries that little tiny pocket book with her no, all no. the time. What there's else has no she keys got in, in there? there. No there's yeah. there's Breath a, mitts, yeah. a, a, a tissue, and a key. That's there, all you need. There's I would say that's at her to age, be? probably hard candy. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy that's supposed to be there at the door, uh, mm. the gatekeeper. Mm. Oh, oh, so the guy was, was also the key master, and he off. didn't have uh, he didn't have he wasn't there he wasn't standing <laughs> the at his post, master. and the and the chauffeur didn't uh, didn't have a key, so he attempted to pull apart the wooden gate. Well, these people so didn't get, get right together. Okay, <laughs> this is the queen we're talking about, right? So what she did, roll. what she did is she uh, went around back to the server's <laughs> entrance. Try to get in that way. There's a window back here that's been broken for a while. <laughs> I'll just reach in and unlock the That'll door. That'll do it. Yeah. See, so you're trying to go through the doggy door. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and last, William Shatner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. William Shatner and his wife, his much younger wife, are getting uh, a divorce, according to uh, The Blast. Mm-hmm. And uh, they arranged the majority of their divorce terms in a prenup agreement. So mm-hmm. she's going to be paid a one-time $2 million deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she took their Malibu Beach house, and she also took the horse farm mm-hmm. near Lexington, Ooh. Kentucky. Now, uh, they do have a little skirmish over uh, the animals, had to do a custody thing over that. So William kept the dogs, mm-hmm. and uh, they evenly split the stable of horses. Mm-hmm. So she gets a couple, he gets a couple. Right. And... Um, Oh, there gonna... is a thing. William mm. Shatner is a horse breeder. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Here's so the weird part. It gets weird. He Starting demanded <laughs> uh, possession of uh, the horse's DNA, which is cryogenically frozen until it's time to impregnate a mare. The uh, semen. He got the semen. Oh, yeah. But he got that, but she got two espresso makers and the crock pot. That's what she demanded. Uh, a little racehorse sperm and espresso. I don't know. William Shatner, the last few times we talked to him, he was at his farm. Yep. In, yep. Uh, and so is he losing that, too? He's he splitting lost, the horses. He, yeah, he lost the but, horse farm, but farm. he's going right. to keep some of the yeah, horses. Oh, but I a, can make as many new ones as I need. <laughs> <laughs> right. you got to figure it out. You should right, see how yeah. much rice this guy has. Uh, <laughs> That's not rice. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, thank you, Tater, for that fine report, baby. Appreciate you. All right, let's get us a winner. Let's play John Boy Jeopardy. Let's review yesterday's question. It was worth noting countries have higher consumption rates of this sweet treat, actually have lower murder rates. That's chocolate. Chocolate. Mm-hmm. All right, today's John Boy Jeopardy. Digitally speaking, nice. medical experts tell us that accident victims that lose this finger will also lose about 50% of their strength in the affected hand. Mm, what's a funny thing? <laughs> the Butterfinger? <laughs> 1-800-BIG-SHOW, your toll-free line. Come on, we play John Boy Jeopardy next.
Good morning. The big show's on the radio. Rolling through you Wednesday morning. Our video today, visualizing Jeff Bezos' wealth using rice. Pull it up. Check it out. Get a chance at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's Gianbori Jeffetti. And now your host, a man who's so hungry, he's visualizing how much rice Jeff Bezos has right now. <laughs> it's a lot. He's John Boy. Yeah, you talk whatever food you talk about, he starts craving it. Yeah. I'm hungry. It's a lot, lot. Yeah. Uh, we got Michael from Molina, Georgia. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, John Boy. Good morning. All right, Michael, you first up. Let's see what you got. Digitally, digitally, I can't say it. Digitally speaking. Digitally? Digitally. You got me doing it. Digitally. (laughs) Digitally speaking. Mm. Because your fingers are digits. I get it. Right, right. Medical experts tell us that accident victims that lose this finger will also lose about 50% of their strength in the affected hand. What finger, Michael? I'm thinking thumb. You going with thumb? Southeast! That's what I would have said. Yeah. But uh, I think it will make a little bit more sense when we get our winner. All right? Yeah, Michael, give a shout out. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the building services crew out here at Quad Graphics. And uh, this is my second time calling, and I've yet to get my cow. Doggone it. Well, we owe you a move, Michael. <laughs> Y'all boys, be careful out there. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, man. We're going to Lisa in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Hello, Lisa. All righty, then. Medical experts tell us accident victims that lose this finger will also lose about 50% of their strength in the affected hand. What finger are you thinking? What is the pinky finger? Going with the pinky. So here's my reason about Michael and the thumb. I think it would be more than 50% if you lost your thumb. Well, you'd certainly lose more than 50% of your grip. Yeah, <laughs> right. well, the strength right. too. So I don't know. Okay, so, I don't know. Let's take it one better. off and see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, but Lisa, it worked out for you, baby. You got the Mount Olive Pickle Prize Pack. Head down to Rock Hill for you. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Here's the plan for the next twenty minutes. Right now, it's your news. Right on the other side, our time capsule. Then a visit with Nervell T. Wheeler. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. It's time for Oliver. 
Well, well, well. So that old job is getting to be quite a grind, eh? Same thing over and over again, day after day. Well, you can't help but feel trapped. So it's not hard to understand why some folks decide to just say the heck with it, give up that old nine to five, grab one of the old lady's pantyhose and turn to a life of crime. <laughs> and for a lot of people, it's a step up. After all, in prison, you spend the majority of your time in a spacious eight by 10 cell. At work, you spend the majority of your time in a cramped little six by eight cubicle with no bunk beds. <laughs> in prison, they give you three meals a day. And if that's not enough, you can steal the new guy's cornbread. <laughs> At work, you only get a break for one meal a day and you pay for it. And if you steal the, the new guy's cornbread, there's consequences and repercussions, brother. You can't have my cornbread. See? I rest my case. Exactly my point, my bespectacled young friend. That's the right way to say it. In prison, good behavior is rewarded with time off and maybe a conjugal visit. At work, good behavior is rewarded with more work <laughs> and no overtime. So at least you're getting screwed somehow. <laughs> In prison, that nice guard locks and unlocks all the doors for you. Sometimes they even tip their hat. At work, you have to use your security card and open all the doors yourself. That is, if the system is even working. And sometimes the janitor even gives you the finger. <laughs> In prison, you only have to share the toilet with one other person. At work, you have to share a one-seater with everyone. And you always manage to get in there after the office cheapskate has taken all the loose toilet paper out to the car. <laughs> In prison... You get visits from family and friends. At work, you can't even speak to your family. But you do get to visit with that unblinking anorexic psycho with the propeller hat. Unblinking? That sounds like our work. I rest my case. In prison, all expenses are paid by the taxpayers, including cable TV, gym fees, and health care. At work... You get to pay all your own expenses, and only after the man takes half your paycheck to pay the prisoner's tab. That's called irony. <laughs> In prison, you spend your life behind bars waiting to get out. At work, you spend your life wanting to get out and go inside bars. In prison, you're surrounded by people with names like Rico, Bugsy, Left Eye, Killer, and Razor. At work, you're surrounded by people with names like Jawboy, Tater, Spanky, Mater Man, Yogi, and Pekka from Graham. 
starting to sound like your work, huh? In prison, you have a humorless, sadistic warden. A real buzzkill, a drunk with authority. A power-mad lunatic bent on making your time there as miserable as possible. At work, you have Randy. Hey. I thought that sounded familiar. I rest my case. John Boy and Billy. Working to make the world just a little smarter. Morning radio done right. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio, rolling through your Wednesday, March 11th. A lot of characters joining us this morning, about 20 minutes. Mary Jane, it's like the weed guy's girlfriend will make it in here. Uh, he doesn't get into the city much, but he was running errands today, promising to stop by. He's a regular out of the Booger Branch Ranch. Please welcome Nerville T. Wheeler. <laughs> How do, John boy? Howdy, folks. <laughs> Can we get you anything, Nerville? No, sir. I got a cup of coffee from that pretty gal sitting out front. <laughs> I don't like to tell tales out of school, but uh, she's wearing a mighty low neckline to be dealing with the public there. <laughs> Looked like she got her shirt pulled over a couple of bold fellers' heads. <laughs> and one of them is almost all the way out there. Uh, that's that's Barbara. Wonder what she named the other one. <laughs> <laughs> what brings you into town today? I'm picking up a load of chicks, not the girl kind, the bird kind. Oh, uh, you raising chickens? No, I'm helping this uh, city fella that moved out to our neck of the woods. He, he's dumber than a bucket of wet hair. Oh, boy, what's going on? Well, listen. One of them young millennial fellers, he bought the old Hoskins place next door there. He wants to be one of them gentlemen farmers. Instead of a pickup, he got one of them electrical cars. Mm. Filled in the old swimming hole and, and put in a newfangled cement pool. That's city folks for you. Oh, he got plenty of money <laughs> to be sure. Not a lick of sense. I wanted over to introduce myself, you know. He's uh, unloading a a hundred little chicks there. I said, youngin', that's the parcel of bird you got there. He says, yes, sir, I mean business. I just shook my head and went on about my way. About a week later, I seen him at the post office. I asked him how he's getting along. He said he's going back to get another hundred chicks. I says, well, now you are pretty dad burned serious about this chicken farming, ain't you? Let me know if I can help you. He said, I'll take you up on that. I, I got me a few irons there, a few problems to iron out. I asked him, what sort of problems? He says, well, I, I think I planted that last batch too close together. Oh, well, so not, not too strong in the common sense department. <clears throat> common sense is more common, more people have it. But the story don't end there. I was um, driving the tractor to the feed store and there's old Mr. Millennial trying to load hay back onto a cart. Had to be 50 bales. Uh, I pulled up and I told him I'd go on back to the feed store and get Trey and Rudy and, 
and come back and help him out. Well, you just sit there and you take a break, youngin. He said he couldn't take a break on account of his pappy wouldn't like it. Oh, sounds like a pretty strict father. Well, now, see, now, that's what I thought. I said, well, that's just plumb foolish. You take a load off and have a drink of water, and then I'll be back directly. He said, no, that his pappy'd be upset if he stopped working. I said, well, what in the world? Why in blue blazes wouldn't your pappy want you to take a break? I reckon I need to talk to this feller. He said, you can ask him yourself. He's under this load of hay. <laughs> well, you know, some people aren't meant for the country life. Yeah, he sure ain't. It's like green acres over there. I reckon that makes me Mr. Ziffle. I probably have to get me a right smart pig now. Well, now, I got to get him moseying along, if you don't mind. I, I don't want to be late for lunch. Uh, uh, lunch is not even 10 o'clock yet. Don't go getting all city-fied on me. <laughs> Speaking of city-fied, would it be all right with you if I use that indoor toilet of urine? I, I don't get to a warm seat too often. <laughs> sure. That's mighty neighborly of you there, John Boy. Well, you keep your saddle oiled and your gun greased, and you holler if you need me. <laughs> I know it's going to be hard for y'all to believe, but I'm a redneck. The real live, walking, talking, living, breathing redneck. Now, redneck does not mean a slang term for gene pool deficiency. Actually, quite the opposite. It means I'm a winner in the DNA game of life. So now all you northerners won't have to go to a museum to see a redneck. You've seen one tonight. See, you northerners, you like to get up in the morning and have a little dose of coffee. Us rednecks, we get up in the morning, we have us a dose of the John Boy and Billy Show. Wednesday, March 11th. Having a birthday today. Happy birthday. See you sharing one with your NBA player Anthony Davis is 26. So, uh, yeah, last year a trade sent him to the Los Angeles Lakers. And, uh, Randy, do you know who his teammate is? Huh? Anthony Davis? Nope. The LA Lakers? Come Don't. on. You were nope. quoting him yesterday. He's your favorite. Um, the only sports guy you've ever quoted about anything. Is he one of the Currys? It was, no, it, was, <laughs> it was about the coronavirus. This guy didn't want to play in front of empty stands. Oh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> no. no. Uh, LeBron James. Oh, as well. oh, yes, oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, Anthony yeah. Davis. Yeah, but you yeah, corrected me on that. I, I, he plays ba- uh, baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for getting me straight out on it. All right. What about uh, former tight end 
Well, your hometown team, the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even know what a tight end is. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Greg Olson is 35 years old today. And y'all us. think that bothers me that I don't know. It's a life goal. I intend to die <laughs> not knowing what a first down well, is. All right. I'm not going to explain it to you again. Then. So, uh, Greg is now playing with the Seattle Seahawks this coming season. Of course, he got traded. Going to play yeah. another year. But uh, Fox is grooming him, man. He's on the XFL broadcast. Mm. On the Fox Network. So I don't know what a Greg play another year in he Seattle. He only signed for one year, I'm still though. good. He only yeah. signed for one there in Seattle. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. What is it, like $4 million? That's Something right. Like that? Look at Taylor. Wow. No, no, She's got more testosterone <laughs> than I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right, good, man. Well, it's catching up here. So uh, mainly, yeah, happy birthday to you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to win this morning, that's a current events quiz. Take C, get $50 to spend on an American Express gift card courtesy of Bojangles. It's bow time, and it's go time right now. And now, Deep Thoughts, with your host, Zach the Weed Guy's girlfriend, Mary Jane. Dude, what's up? What's the buzz, cuz? What's the deal, Neil? What's the scheme, Raheem? What's the... I, I almost had another one. I couldn't think of something that rhymes with situation. No, you didn't drink. Anyway, Zach's out of town again. So... I just been, you know, sitting around thinking about stuff. Y'all want to hear something? Sure. sure. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Shmool. <laughs> Here's something I learned first thing this morning. Dropping a cup of coffee on the kitchen floor wakes you up way better than drinking it. <laughs> wow, where'd the cat go? Hey, when you drink a drink... You drink it from the top to the bottom, right? But check this out. If you use a straw, you drink it from the bottom to the top. Whoa. You guys like video games? Yeah, well, Zach plays a lot of video games, and most of them are stupid. You know the most unrealistic thing about Grand Theft Auto V? The way you can always find a parking space right in front of the building. Good point. And when you yawn, it's like your body's saying you've got like 20% battery life. (laughs) Yo, me and Jack just got a new dog. Mm. He's like super smart. The dog. I mean, (laughs) I think dogs are smarter than people. Because a dog understands your voice commands way better than you understand his. That's true. What do you need? What yeah. to say it? Noah must have really trusted those two termites he put on the ark. <laughs> Sketchy. This guy, Zach knows, just went to jail. <laughs> Not for what you think either. <laughs> they got him for tax evasion. Uh-oh. 
that's a weird thing to go to jail for. Because now he's going to be living off other people's taxes <laughs> because he didn't pay his taxes. <laughs> Friend of mine just got married. Wow. You know the first thing they did? No. <laughs> they started a baby jar. Every time somebody like asks them when they're gonna have kids, they put a dollar in the jar. And like when the jar gets full, they're gonna spend it on whatever they want. Cause they'll have a jar full of money and no kids. <laughs> Anyway, that's it for now. Okay, y'all keep rocking. I'll keep thinking. Maybe take a nap. You got about 20% battery left, it sounds like. Later, dudes. Deep Thoughts is brought to you by Hargrave's Meated Pot Product. Because it's 420 somewhere. <laughs> Later, old Mary Jane. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's play the current events quiz. What are we dealing with, Bidley? Local newspaper tackles big problem in Australia. All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll free line across America. Take C and win next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, 
especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. The big show's on the radio. Hum a do hump day. A video of the day visualizing Jeff Bezos' wealth using rice. Pull it up. Check it out. TheBigShow.com. Here right now, girl. Ready? And say hey to Keith from Elizabethton, North Carolina. Good morning, Keith. Hello. Hey, buddy. Welcome. Uh, Keith, ready for your quiz? Listen to Bidley. Well, the NT News, an Australian newspaper that's known for wacky, attention-grabbing front-page headlines, recently decided to help relieve Australia's current toilet paper shortage. The NT News put a blurb on the front page that plugged a special eight-page section in that day's edition that can be reused as what they call one-ply newsprint toilet paper. The pages were printed with a helpful dotted line to make it easy to tear them into a quick stack of, let's call it, emergency cleanup supplies. As the front page headline put it, A, limited edition free bonus in this issue, B, the NT News, we're here to help. Or C, we cover the big stories from top to bottom. <laughs> what you got, Keith? I'm going to go with C. Again, you got $50 yeah. to spend on American Express gift card. <laughs> Curtis and Bojangles, let it out. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> then he's injured. Bottom of the hour, time for the top of your news. Was about 20 minutes away. Calls Joe Biden here on the campaign trail. Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio. Going through your Wednesday, March 11th. Well, the consequences of the coronavirus. Well, they had to 
Billy said he saw people lined up buying toilet paper. Where the people at Sam's Club were losing <laughs> their Sam's... minds over the weekend. <laughs> wow! And then that's where you like buy pallets of it. Isn't right, it? right, right, right. <laughs> Hulk. So what is the deal with toilet paper? They're 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 stocking, stocking up, up because of that. Well, I guess I'm just going to take a stab at it. Mm. I haven't done it before you accuse me, but I would assume that if if there's quarantine. And you've mm. got to stay in your home, you know, kind of batting down the hatches for two weeks. Uh-huh. Mm. So, so be sure you have the essential. So toilet paper. Well, that's something because usually, you know, in the south when it snows, everybody freaks out and goes get milk and bread. Right. Mm. Well, I guess for, yeah. for this virus, right. you know, you're going to toilet paper. Mm. Mm. Huh. It's a doomsday prep in here. Yeah. And, and bottled water is is kind of flying off the shelves. Is it? Everything is. I mean, I, my is. sister uh, has a cough. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but she's, you know, it's a chronic problem. So she always needs this particular brand of, of uh, cough syrup. Uh-huh. I had to go to four stores, literally four really? stores yesterday to find it. Huh. Because all the shelves where, uh, where cold medicines were stocked, huh. all of them were kind of picked over. Mm-hmm. Uh, no hand sanitizer to be found anywhere. Oh, sure, yeah. Boxes of Kleenex, hard to find. Mm-hmm. I mean, either a lot of people are sick or a lot of people are planning to be sick. Right. I don't know. Man, so cold medications. They, 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 uh, they say that's how you treat like symptoms. It's well, I'll tell you, for, you know, from what I had, I don't know what I had. Uh, I mean, I think it was sinusitis, some sort of sinus infection, a cold. I don't know, mm. but the symptoms that I had pretty much match up right. with the symptoms for the coronavirus, which and is I, one of the things that makes it hard to diagnose right, right. because it it feels like a lot of different stuff when it first starts out. Yeah, but I mean, knowing that I hadn't been in contact with anybody who right. had traveled abroad. Knowing you haven't been in China in weeks. Yeah. I, wasn't, I, wasn't all, yeah. I wasn't all freaked out about it. And, right. you know, even if I had gone to the doctor and said, I think I have it, you've got to test me for mm-hmm. it. They can't because the, the kits are in, the right. test kits yeah. are in right. right. supply. So they only test people who have, you know, reason to believe yeah. they actually have it. Mm. So, you know, I just kind of, you know, hunkered down and took cold medicine. I took, you know, Robitussin cough medicine and, um, saline you know, spray for my nose, and then eventually did a um, a neti pot. And I got Voila. Over it. Yeah. So, That's right, but, a neti pot. That's, that's what it's called. I know. It's it still sounds it's weird. A, yeah, but yeah. Well, it's because you had to do a homemade one. You could, yeah, I did. A, a water yeah. can to the well, nose. I, see, I wasn't going to go into that detail. But I, I didn't have one. My wife had taken my mother to the uh, to the doctor for so she was going to be gone for hours. So you just stuck so, an empty Evian. Plastic bottle up your nose. I'm a Better. car. I'm a car guy. I uh, had a brand new steel sealed package of you know those. It's a bulb. It kind of looks like a turkey baster <laughs> that you use to put water in your batteries. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. I took that and cleaned it out and put some warm salt water. I just water picture that cartoon where he pouring in his nose, it's coming out his ears. Yeah. <laughs> The battery, okay, yeah. Well, I was, I was desperate. I mean, yeah. my head hurt so bad. <laughs> Bless your heart. Yeah. All right. Well. uh Toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to sum up, toilet paper. Yay. Good morning, the big show's on the radio. He's been calling in from the campaign trail, keeping us all up to date on how things are going. As always, it's an honor to have him on the big show. Please welcome Joe Biden. Good morning, Mr. Vice President. Hey, Chuckles, could you have the kid bring my car around? 
I want to sneak out to use the bathroom at the 7-Eleven. I love the smell of those cherry urinal cakes. <laughs> Mr. Vice President, this is John Boy. Yippee. Listen, <laughs> too sweet on those wheels, Savvy. No time to teehee when you got a pee-pee. No, 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 sir. This is John Boy and Billy from The Big Show. Oh, <laughs> oh, for corn's sake. I'm sorry about that. What was I thinking? Okay, go ahead. Put him on. Who? Ed Sullivan. <laughs> A really big show. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Mr. Vice President, Ed Sullivan is dead. Who? Damn. Just damn. <laughs> kind of makes you think, doesn't it? Life is so fragile. Excuse me, sir. You're going to have to give me a second, Jerry. John Boy. Oh, no. Not him, too. Why? God, why? No, sir. I'm fine. This is John Boy. Well, what the hell do you want? Don't you know Ed Sullivan died? Damn it. I'm grieving here, man. Uh, sir, there's been some confusion. Uh, this is John Boy from the John Boy Billy Big Show. Uh, you've been calling us from the campaign trail, remember? Well, of course I remember. So, uh, what do you think? I'm losing my giblets here? How's it going? Well, where where are you today, sir? I'm in the hotel bathroom peeing in the sink. The kid never brought my car around. It's a long story. <laughs> no, sir. What state? Oh, uh, hold on a second. Let me see here. Uh, Ibbity bibbity sibbity sam ibbity bibbity kanabi kanabi in kanabi out out goes you yeah I'm in Florida <laughs> Orlando actually I can see the space needle from my hotel window <laughs> the, the space needle is in Seattle sir yeah sure it is I suppose the very first Starbucks is in Seattle too <laughs> actually it is okay 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 hold on there Javier. He's trying to make you look like I'm going cookie boots here. Don't gaslight me, honky. I'm not gaslighting you, Mr. Vice President. You're a fibbing, banana-scratching monkey lover. Hey, that's a good one. I know, right? I got a million of them. <laughs> yeah, you, you called that girl a lying dog-faced pony soldier. What did you say? At that New Hampshire rally, you called that girl... Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me put on your brakes there, you <laughs> fabricating, turtle-throwing wiffle-waffle. I never said that. <laughs> and don't give me the business, you turd-whistling, gully-crawling, scully-bucket. <laughs> Old Joe Biden has got your number, brother. And it's 243-948-762-233-41089. That's not... 7645098124. <laughs> Four eight seven six seven. I don't zero zero nine seven eight two one three four seven six five six four three zero eight eight nine seven zero. Well, 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 what? Are any of those the winning lottery numbers? <laughs> I don't know. Then what the hell are you doing working at the Seven <laughs> Eleven? Uh, we just wanted to congratulate you on Super Tuesday. Do do what now? Super Tuesday. Well, I I don't know that it's worth congratulations. I mean, I get the Super Tuesday deal at Sizzler every week. No, no, sir. The Democratic primary, you won a bunch of states. I won a bunch of states? Well, I, I don't even know where the hell I'm going to put them. I can't even get my symbol collection back in the hall closet. No, sir. You won the primary election in a lot of states. The Dickens, you say? You gave a speech, remember? Is that what that was? <laughs> Oh, I thought I was auditioning for the road company of Avita. <laughs> I wondered why all those people were singing. 
Oh, say can you see? Clearly now the rain is gone. <laughs> you know that thing, that 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 thing with the the thing that they do with the thing. Oh, that thing. Ten five. Four. I don't care for golf. I have a weekend step. Do you think Sanders is worried? Well, why would he be? Everyone loves his chicken. Well, thank you, Mr. Vice President. We look forward to your next call to the big show. Holy crap, that reminds me. Hold on a second. Jill, honey, we got to send flowers. Ed Sullivan died. <laughs> Thanks, Javier. Give my regards to Pablo. <laughs> Hey man, this is Tommy Chong. And whenever I want to get high, I don't say no. I just listen to John Boy and Billy. Who wrote this? Cash! Shows on the radio. Uh huh. Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you. Sam and Dad from uh, Food Line, man. Food Line grocery stores got a John Boy Billy rubs, pork rub, chicken rub, baked bean mix. Look for it in the spice section at local Food Line stores. And hurry because there could be a run on it. They don't have paper John Boy Billy rubs. Don't go in, man. And uh, complete details from finding the bigshow.com store you shop at. Ain't got it. Go to manager say, hey, John Boy Billy rubs. And of course, grilling sauce. All right, get it, boys. Appreciate y'all. Can I, can I just bump in for just a second? Yeah, baby. Earlier, John Boy, when I was talking sports with you, and I, we were talking about former Panther Greg Olson, uh, now future Seattle Seahawk. I uh, lowballed his salary. I said four million. It's six million. It's seven million. Seven and I just million. wanted to make that clear that I knew that it was in the millions. I did not mean to undercut him, and I just wanted to let everyone know the sports police that are out there that would email me and put graffiti on the wall that I didn't know. Do it again next time for another edition of Sports with the Pac Woman. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> so thank you for letting Seven me know. For still one year contract, Still right a one year contract. All right. Good work, Tate Tate. All right. So, Randy, the pressure's off oh. you for sports. Well, we got a brand new segment introduced by Rocky the Squirrel from the Bullwinkle Show. You know it's going to be a good one when we bring Rocky in here. <laughs> uh, all about Randy. No. In minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big show rolls on. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we'll play Wordy Word. You can win a Mount Olive Pickled Prize Pack. It includes a Mount Olive hat, T-shirt, stainless tumbler, and munchies. Portable pickle in a pouch when you own a go available at grocery stores near you. Mount Olive Pickle Company making great products since 1926 at the corner of Cucumber and Fine. All right, everybody, gather around. And now for all you knowledge seekers, here's Mr. Know-It-All. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it like that. Well, today I found out how a dead man helped 
put top-secret Allied battle plans directly into Adolf Hitler's hands. Uh. All right, so it's Mm. April 1943. World War II has been going on for about four years. The German forces have taken over most of Europe. Allied forces are hard at work trying to figure out a strategy to break through Hitler's grip on the European coastlines. Meanwhile, in the early morning hours, a fisherman, all alone in a small boat off the coast of Spain, makes a grisly discovery. He comes across a partially decomposed body of a British soldier floating. Still in uniform, his body held afloat by a life vest, and he was still wearing that. The fisherman could see from the uniform that this dead man was, in fact, a British officer. More importantly, he could see something really important, a briefcase chained to the dead man's arm. So he retrieved the body, took it to shore, turned it over to local authorities. Well, since his ID was still in his pockets, the Spanish authorities knew, well, this dead man is Major William Martin, of the British Royal Marines. Also in his pockets were a number of personal things, you know, a receipt for a wedding band, love letters, a photo of his fiancée, bus tickets, keys, the kind of stuff you have in your pockets. But it was what was inside that briefcase that was really interesting. It was a personal letter from a British general to another British general, basically outlining a top-secret plan to attack Greece via the Mediterranean Sea. Well, recognizing what they had found, the Spanish authorities immediately contacted the British military. And the military started hightailing it to pick it back up. Well, when they got there, they were quite relieved to find and recover everything that was inside the briefcase and the personal artifacts from the dead soldier. Now, I should tell you here that Well, since Spain was officially considered neutral in the war, at this point, the Brits had every reason to trust them. But they shouldn't have. Because the the corrupt Spanish officials had secretly been siding with Germany. And in fact, they had a German spy working with them at that time. So while they did notify the Brits, and while the Brits did reclaim their documents, they also notified the Germans. And copies were already on their way to Hitler. Well, Hitler thrilled. He reacted very quickly and began moving huge numbers of troops, tanks, boats, all to Greece. All in preparation for what was going to become the greatest number of Allied casualties in a single battle of the war. Oh, but one problem. You can imagine how surprised Hitler was when the Allied forces actually attacked Sicily, about 400 miles away. And with the lack of German forces, they were able to take Sicily and use it as a beachhead to get to Italy. You see, that body that that fisherman found, that British officer, he wasn't a British officer at all. He was actually a drifter whose body went unclaimed from a morgue in England, and British intelligence had claimed his body dressed it in the officer's uniform with the rank just high enough to carry top-secret documents, but not quite high enough to be on the radar, so to speak, of German intelligence. Then they meticulously loaded up his pockets with personal artifacts, kind of sealing the deal, and came up with these top-secret 
fake documents for the Germans to read. Well, then they loaded the body onto a submarine, and they released it to drift just off the coast of Spain, knowing where the currents were going to carry it and knowing they were going to find it. And by the way, the Allies knew that the German spy that was all piled up with the Spanish officials, oh, they knew him. They knew him all too well. For example, they knew that he was the kind of guy who would most likely want to take credit for this kind of discovery and make it his own to impress Hitler. They figured he would probably take the news directly to Hitler himself. And they knew that he was the kind of guy who would probably embellish the story to make it even more heroic for himself all the while making it that much more believable for Hitler. All of which he did, and all of which he did. <laughs> so, about a month later, Allied intelligence intercepted German radio signals that confirmed the Britain's trap had been set. The whole thing left German war plans in scrambles, and eventually the fall of the German forces. So that dead guy had a lot to do with it. So a couple of important uh, PSs here. Uh, first of all, the dead man was actually named Glender Michael. He was a homeless man who had died after ingesting rat poison. Major Martin, the man who never was, was buried with full military honors with a uh, historic gravestone uh, in Spain. And since the whole thing was still classified, it was several decades before they knew about the real man's name, and they added that later on. And finally, who gets credit for the incredible plan of deception? Well, as it turns out, the plan was formulated originally by Lieutenant Commander Ian Lancaster Fleming. Ian Fleming, the same man who would go on to create James Bond. Oh, get out of the way. Yeah. So to borrow a phrase from the late, great Paul Harvey, now you know the rest of the story. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it is. It's a great story. And it's a great story of deception. There's a whole lot of this stuff that's being released in the National Archives. It's been declassified because of the... Uh, That's why you bone up on World War II stuff, man. Man, it's just so many real... They were really just trying anything at that time. Not only do we find that story interesting, so did Hollywood. And as a matter of fact, it's being made into a movie. How about that? They've already begun production on it. It will star um, uh, Colin Firth. It's Uh going to be directed by John Madden, and it will be... Named by the same name as the the actual top secret mission, which was Operation Mincemeat. Man, yeah. wow. Kind of dark, but directed by John Madden. That's a weird twist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not the sports guy. I think John Madden did uh, Shakespeare in Love, that guy. Uh, uh, man. All right, well, good stuff, Aaron. Just keep snooping around these archives being released here, buddy. All right. All right, well, let's play Wordy Word 1 800 Big Show, you toll free line. We'll get a couple contestants. Team up and play next. Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio, Hum and Do You Hump Day. And our video today brought to you by Nickel Store in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Spring Turkey Hunting Headquarters. Come out nickelstore.com. Check our video out, visualizing Jeff Bezos' wealth using rice. 
It's right there at thebigshow.com. Holy <laughs> Make you feel like that. Right now, let's play. Oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. The bird a wordy word and a wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. We got Donnie from Danville, Virginia. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning, John Boy. Good morning. And we got Danny from Aiken, South Carolina. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, John Boy. Good morning. All right, Donnie and Danny. Danny, you're on team Randy and Tater. Donnie on the John Boy and Billy side. We'll do two rounds. Good luck to you, boys. All right, so Danny, you relax. Me and Donnie will go for our first round one here. See what we can put on the board. All right, Donnie, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Start the clock now. It's a big box store, not wall. Blank. It's what? Blank. <laughs> Sto- not wall. Uh, not Target. Yeah. Uh, target. Not Target. Not the wall. Blank, but it's part mark. of that word. Yeah. So mark, what? Uh, what is the letter? Mark. The letter before Mart. Uh, a B C D F G H I J K Mart. Yes. Wow. All right. Uh, this is where the gas comes out of the gas hose. Oh, <laughs> uh, the pump. The gas. The gas oh, comes out of the gas there hose. There it is. All right. Oh, wait. We did put a one on the board. Good oh, job. Good oh, job. Lord. <laughs> and did you notice he sang it? Yes. I can't, I can't do it unless I, I sing it. Do it I, it's too bad we don't have phone books anymore because I used to love watching This is numbers. easier on the radio. I know. All right. Well, let's see what Danny and Tater can do. You ready, Danny? Yes, sir. And pick it up on that last one and go. Yeah, you drink uh, from your hose at this part of the hose. Novel. Yes, sir. Uh, this is a little uh, creature that uh, kids will have as pets. It's not a rat. And it's not a guinea pig. It's in between. Mouse? It, it's not a mouse. It's in between. Um, the first part, the first, it's still that furry little creature. The first part of the word uh, sounds like a lunch meat, not turkey, but. <laughs> what, what, what do you oh, eat? Well, I am trying to help you. What happens at Easter? What do you eat at Easter? What meat? Bunny. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You, you eat don't know. money for Easter, maybe? <laughs> don't judge him. It's good. Hey, we got a tie game, one to one. All right. Awesome. Defensive struggle is going around two. I want to tell both of y'all, <laughs> it's not y'all. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right, Donnie, you're up with Billy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Pick it right. up on that last one. Go. This is the answer. answer. There you answer. go. Answer. There you go. Uh, at the library, you have to keep your voice down. You have to be very what? Silent, quiet, silent. There you go. Uh, this is the the man, the woodman who went with Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. He was made out of this metal. Tim, Tim. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see, I am the blank goo goo gajoob. <laughs> A Beatles oh, song. Man. I am the what? I am. I don't know. He's got go. he's got long tusks on the front of his face. He's, I'm uh, an elephant. No, he's not. I'm oh. the elephant. Well, but, you know, he's correct. They do have long tusks in front of their face. Okay, put a three on the one. A total of four for Donnie. So here we go. Danny and Randy. You need three to tie. Four will win. I know. Okay, Danny, you ready? Yes. On that last one, go. So do you know it? It's not a Whoa. seal. Yes, you yes I heard it. All right, so this is uh, uh, the condition you have when it, your joints hurt. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, so if it's not dull, it must be nope. sharp. 
No. Oh, no, oh, oh I it. misread it. I'm Not sorry. So um, circles, squares, triangles, these are all what? There you go. Three times so If you um, if you uh, you you want to fight against the enemy, you might build yourself a. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is tied up. We go to overtime. Yeah, you got to jump on that last one there. All right, Donnie, thirty extra seconds. Who you want, me or Billy? I'll take you, John, boy. All right, All right. Well, let's do it then. Start the clock now. You keep the gold at blank knocks. Ah. Fort Knox. Yeah. Mm. All right, a fancy picture. They paint a blank of you. Portrait. Yes. All right, uh, it's not against the law. It is totally... Legal. Yes. All right, you eat this in the movies. A box of... Popcorn. Yeah. All right, this is a movie in the afternoon. See a... Matinee. Yeah. All right. You get these on your face when you get old. Zit, bumps, uh, old five. Lines, uh, lines. Oh, there's a buzzer. All right. Good work there, Donnie. We, I mean, uh, yeah, for five. (laughs) (laughs) Donnie certainly woke up. Good work. All right. So, Danny, who do you want, Randy or Tater? Tater. Tater. Randy. Uh, Tater. Okay. Y'all need five to tie. Six will win. Picking up on that Mm -hmm. last one. Go. When you get older, your skin gets these lines on it. Yes. Uh, You, uh, a Rubik's blank. It's a game. Or ice. Yes, blank. Uh, You watch, you call the TV this. It rhymes with it. Or a blank of toothpaste. Yes. Uh, It rhymes with it. You go and you, um, wow. Um, Do this to the underside of your car. I, I, you, with your car, you have to get, I don't know. Underside. The undercarriage. Uh, or, 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 I, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to say this. Oil. Oil is this kind of thing. And I'm so sorry, uh, honey yes, dog. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tater, you might want to say get your oil changed at Jiffy Blank. Oh. Mm. Oh, That's oh, what I would have said. You like butterhead. You said you got to get your oil changed. Oh. Well, you would know that because you're a loser. And <laughs> Me and Don Dulo take advantage of y'all's mistakes. Uh, Fort Knox, Jeffy right. Lube. Y'all Got try it. to learn from you. Got it. Failures. All right. Danny, good game, buddy. It was not you at the end there, and uh, you are eligible to play again anytime. All right, buddy? All right, appreciate it. Have a great day. And next time you do, you might want to be on my team, the John Boy team with Billy. Bring some lube. Donnie from Danville, you got the big old Mount Island Pickle Prize Pack. Good game. Oh, 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 oh. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. <laughs> Y'all could uh, heard many ways Tater was trying to lube up. <laughs> All right, let's let it go. We're moving on here. Yeah, time for the classic bit request in the morning. Ah! <laughs> no. Robert... The guys at the FCC, if you listen to the break before, <laughs> right, you'll see it's really sense. not good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Robert Caswell from uh, Serpta. Louisiana. I I'm don't guessing have that's any not idea. it, but Serpta. I don't know what it would be. S-A-R-E-P-T-A. Serpta. Serpa, Serpa. They have funny pronunciation, Louisiana. Oh, yeah, I like them. All you right. should know a lot of Indian names up there. <laughs> All right. So, Robert Caswell, you say, please play Willie P. Richardson funeral prank call. All right, Rob, we'll find what you're talking about and get it for you next. <laughs>
Tony Big Show's on the radio. Classic bit, something you like to hear during the weekdays. Put it on the John Mobile Facebook wall. Hit us up at thebigshow.com. Tater, pick it out. And it's your time. Like Robert Caswell from down Louisiana. It's called Willie P. Hello? Oh, yes. Is this um, uh, Reverend Bowler? Yes, it is. Yes, how are you doing today? Doing fine. How are you? Yes, sir. You don't know me. Uh, my name is W.P. Richardson. Uh-huh. And, uh... You had just had you just came to town here to be the singer to this, church. This is my first week here. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad to have you here in the community. Uh-huh. I, I tell you what I got. I got a, a problem. I was hoping you might could help me with. Okay. I, I had a brother. Uh, he was he was killed about four nights ago. Uh-huh. And uh, we were trying to get somebody to come sing at his funeral. I'm gonna just tell you straight out. He had been in a lot of trouble around here uh-huh. and want none of the churches and doesn't have nothing to do with it. And uh, I need a singer to come and sing. Okay. at his funeral and I'm willing to pay he had lots of money he did a lot of underhanded things and everything but he had plenty of money uh-huh. and he uh, uh, he, we could pay you we just want two songs okay. and we could pay you like two thousand dollars to come out here and sing them first oh my goodness WB yes <laughs> well i tell you the songs he wanted do you know any James Brown song he liked it I feel good you know you know that I know that song I couldn't do that very well yeah, yeah, you can't holler like James Brown. I sure can't. <laughs> what about, and i tell you what, he had a lot of girlfriends, and he wanted to sing. You know that song by Percy Sledge called When a Man Loves a Woman? You ever heard that? Yeah, I'm familiar we, with that. We were going to kind of change it to When a Man Loves Some Women, you know, <laughs> and, and, and get you to sing them, too. And really, I got $2,000 in cash in. which could pay you. When is it going to be? Well, we could have it just about whenever you want to. You know, I mean, I didn't change the date on it two or three days, but we're going to have to hurry because, like I said, he was killed. Uh, what's the day here? Friday, he was killed Tuesday, and uh, he was shot over here, uh, down here at the river, one of these beer joints. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, we were thinking about, well, I mean, even if we had it at night or something like that. Uh, the only thing that would be Saturday night. Is, is there any, uh, I'll be honest with you, I, I would prefer to do some, more religious songs, if that's a possibility. Is, is there any, any you know, religious songs that have to do with, with God that he would be interested in or that you would be interested in? I know well, he wouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you could do like a, let's say, old spiritual, you know, Swing Low Sweet Cherry. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, he would like that probably. His family would and everything. But you, but you don't think you could do them other two songs, too? I, I wouldn't do them, I think, the way that, that y'all would like to hear them done, mm-hmm. for sure, because I, I'm, I'm more of a... Uh, Traditional, um, traditional white gospel type singer. Yes. You know, tend to, tend to put it in in uh, reference. Yes. And uh, the, from those two songs that you're wanting, you, you may want somebody that that could well, the bill a little bit better. Well, that's what I'm I saying. I couldn't. I've done to call everybody. I know you ain't turning us down because we're black now. Is you? Not a bit in the world. You no. Know. No, that doesn't bother me. Oh, it doesn't. No. Uh-uh. Well, uh, uh, I tell you what, WP, give me. Okay. Uh, what, give me another couple of possibilities of songs. That way, I can kind of be working on something. We might do this like Saturday night, or, or you know, if, if y'all are pretty flexible on the time. I'm yeah, we could do it. Out. You don't make no difference to me if it's at twelve o'clock at night. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna have plenty to eat too. And uh, yeah, you could, we'd like for you to come by the house and spend a couple of hours with the two if you could. Okay, that that may be pushing a little bit because I've got some commitments Saturday afternoon and I'm leaving Sunday mm-hmm. uh, afternoon right after church. Got to get up early for church. So yes. I might get, you know, at least make the service. And, uh, will the service be here local? Yeah, I was going to see if I could get uh, Brother Reed to preach it, you know. Uh-huh. uh-huh. 
Okay. And we're trying to get all the everything wrapped up here today and get this over. I got a lot of kin folks in here from California that yeah. come over here waiting for this to happen. They all just sitting ready about to eat me out of the house at home. <laughs> I need to get them on the road here. Do you have any other idea of a couple of more songs? Uh, what about you know any more platter songs like uh, <laughs> this thing here? Uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm kind of thinking about more re religious songs. Oh yes, you no. Know. I could do you know all of the any kind of favorite hymn mm -hmm. you know that I'd be familiar with. Some some of the things that are more secular in nature, like, you know, things by uh, James Brown or things like that, I probably wouldn't do them justice for the style of what y'all were looking for. Yes, sir. You know, just not, not too many good white James Browns anyway. Yes, <laughs> yes I understand. Well, so. look here, uh, i tell you what, you be thinking about it, and uh, I'll, I'm going to try to get a time together here, but you could think late Saturday night would be all right. I yeah. guess we could have some lights took out there to the graveyard, you know. Yeah, or so we, you know, Saturday evening, say, you know, maybe just after supper sometime. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and I got $2,000 here for you. But uh, I'll, if I don't hear back from you, if I'm not here at the church uh, this afternoon, uh, I'll, I'll give you a call back. Will you be at this number? Yes, sure will. Sure will. <laughs> Catch up with our boy Doug Rice, all things NASCAR. Congratulate y'all boys on the shop. That 22 car, Joey Logano. Two wins in the first four races. Uh, Joey. Man, we'll give a shout out to Matt DiBenedetto. Looking for you, Matt, to win your first, man. You are knocking at the door. You running up front, doing great. Give me a second place there. That was a good race in Phoenix. Well, Don, we talked to Doug last week about this little changes because uh, last year's race was not that competitive, think about it. But, boy, it was a good one on Sunday. And uh, this year, the old series will not end up at Homestead, Miami, but Phoenix, where we just raced. That'll be the final race of the season with some of the schedule changes. So... Yeah, that was some good stuff. On the restarts, man, like when they when they go low down there in the apron and they cut some time off the track, man. That's neat. That was good racing. So congratulations, Joe, and all you boys running good. Ryan Blaney crashed out. He was a points leader. He drops to six. I got old Ha Happy Harvick leading the points race after four. With Joey Logano, NASCAR's most popular driver, Chase Elliott, in third spot. The top five, Alex Bowman and Jimmy Johnson. His last season driving. Will he make it number eight to break the tie with the King and Earnhardt? I know some of you JJ fans are pulling for him. I know some of you Earnhardt and King wants to keep it all with three at seven, but we'll see what happens with that. So mind me talk about Doug like that tomorrow, all right? All right. <laughs> okay. Doug, can you do it again? <laughs> Alright, man. We appreciate y'all. Let's get it, man. Bedbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for $9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime is the perfect time for John Boy and Billy Southern Sweet Tea, y'all. Stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. 
Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 stuff. Online services by animink.com. And about an hour from right now, hour and a half, when Randy gets it on, John Boy Billy's Lake Risers podcast. Everything you need to know right there at thebigshow.com. Have a great rest of your day. I've become everything I've ever hated. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, man. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.